Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William, the Opinion Update. Oh, I don't think I've ever been this positive in my life, Chuck Mockler. And we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Yes, Just a couple of best friends are. and Clipper credential media folks bringing you locked up Clippers. Uh, anyways, this is a big off-the-cuff podcast. Yeah, bonus I mean, episode. I uh, I just walked back from Staples Center. The Clippers have won game six and are going to their first ever Western Conference Final. We saw Terrence Mann have the best game of his career or a lot of people's almost career. Almost dropped a 40-piece. He almost dropped 40-piece. Uh, Paul George almost uh, a triple-double. There were so many good things in this game. I mean, really all we kind of want to talk about is that. We're going to do a quick preview of game one that's happening on Sunday. Who cares? 12.30. Let's talk J- about JK, this. JK, we will talk about it. But first, we got to talk about this win. It's the biggest win in Clippers history. Hats off to everyone who made it through this journey. Clippers and six came to fruition. You know, all you do is you put this team down 0-2, and then you're pretty screwed. They dug their heels in. I mean, this would have been an easy game. No Kawhi Leonard, 25-point comeback. This would have been an easy game to roll over and say, you know what, like we do have one more game. We got one more chance in this thing. They didn't do that. It's so good to be on the other side (laughs) of a team blowing a 20-plus point lead. I think, I don't think it's so much that the Jazz blew it. No, they did not. I think it's that... Terrence Mann. That's just the vernacular. Though. Absolutely, for sure. That's the vernacular. I think that Terrence Mann was, I don't know what he tapped into. They did this without Kawhi Leonard, which is unbelievable. Um, I don't think anyone knows what he tapped into other than Terrence Mann, but 39 points, 25 second half points, five three-pointers. 20 in the third, right? I think he had 20 points in the third quarter alone. Help the Clippers become the first team in NBA history to overcome two 2-0 deficits in a single postseason. Down, arguably their best player for two of these games. I, I mean, I don't think arguably. Down their best player. <laughs> well, Terrence Mann had 39 tonight, so what about that? Um, there's just... We're recording this a little late after the game, and I'm still kind of processing what happened because there were... I mean, the Clippers are down 25. You were at the game. I was watching the game. Oh, yeah. Um, the stat from... Uh, Tomer, after Donovan Mitchell made a 33-point three-pointer to start the second half, to start the second half, the first bucket after halftime, the Jazz were then outscored 47-44 to by Terrence Mann and Reggie Jackson for the rest of the game. Big government coming in big. Five, Reggie Jackson went 5-5 five of five in the third, had 22 points in the second half. This was... We talked about it in the in the pregame episode. Someone's going to have to step up. No one thought that Man was going to step up with 39 or that Reggie was going to. Well, we knew he was close, right? Like, we knew he was capable of 20. 20 is not 39. <laughs> yeah, that's 39 fair. is quite literally, it's almost literally double 20. <laughs> I just um, keep, I, I keep flashing back to, we did a podcast about this and we were at the Playbook event. Uh, you know, two oh, years ago. Was that 18 years ago? It feels like forever ago. Terrence Mann shot 71%. Where Jerry West talked about how Terrence Mann, we were going to be seeing a lot more of him. And we didn't end up seeing a lot more of him that year. 
Uh, however, this year we did. This year we did. And you know what? We needed Terrence Mann to go seven of ten from three in this game to win it because this was a difficult game. Those were wide open threes. They were not respecting no, his shot. They weren't respecting his shot, and he made them pay. I can't believe that he went seven. Of I 10 can't I believe the disrespect Terrence Mann had for Rudy Gobert the entire series. No one had respect for I Rudy loved Reggie it. Jackson the same way. I loved um, it. Terrence Mann, I feel like Terrence Mann, though, like he opened the gap or dug the first. Knife in? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is. That seems a little intense. (laughs) Um, The Jazz. I'm going for a Caesar kind of metaphor (laughs) here. I don't know. The Jazz shot 47% while taking 44 threes and we still won. Yeah. Because we shot 51% while taking 39. It was fantastic. Uh, It was efficient all the way around. We also, real quick, tip of the hat to the Jazz. Oh, that was a hell of a series. Hell Hell of a series. series. Probably shouldn't have brought back Mike Conley. He still seemed a little not 100%. I mean, what was he, like one of eight from the floor? Yeah, he, he, he didn't play a lot of minutes. He was, um, he was kind of a non-factor. And we got to talk Paul George. PG, baby! 28, 9, and 7, plus three steals. People are, gonna was, give it, people are still going to give him a hard time about this performance. I mean, I don't care if they do. He was elite. I'm just saying the internet is what it is. For At sure. halftime, you know... You, oh, yeah. You know what was trending. But you know what? You hey. know what was trending. But you know what? Western Conference Finals. Yes. First time in team history. Yes. Don't care what's trending. Um, this, I mean, I can't believe that this happened. There's a 17, I mean, the, the 17-0 run, that ha- it just felt, I still didn't think it was going to happen after the 17-0 run. So when are we going to talk Nick Batum? Let's talk about it right now. The All greatest right. Batum battalion game. And shout out Cooper Spencer yet again one more time. Um, he was incredible. He had 16, 7 and 2 with two steals and three blocks. It was the man is Should've a legitimate the man is a legitimate center. They called a foul on him on a on a Jordan Clarkson block that should have been a block. Yes. Clippers lost that. That was challenge. all ball. I can't believe they lost so that. So that's challenge. what's so funny is that the Clippers lost that challenge and then it just got real bad. Things got real. Yeah, people talked like, about it being oh, the turning God. part of the game. Like yeah. what's going to happen? Yeah. I blame Sweet James for that one. I'll tell you what happened. Terrence Mann happened. Yeah. Paul George was great in this game. We need we obviously needed a Paul George game. But I mean, this is one of the most and I mean this in the most positive way possible. I cannot stress that enough. One of the most absurd playoff performances in recent memory. I mean, I think Ty Lue just kind of hit the nail on the head last game when it's when he said, yeah, I mean, he's been playing like a vet. That's that's so much, but he had 39 points against uh, the number one seed that had the, that has the defensive player of the year, and he was going at the defensive player of the year. He's a second year player. He's an older second year player. His way to the league is such a unique path, and then he comes out after in the beginning of the season on this podcast because of what happened last season. We didn't know what was going to happen with his career. Yeah. We didn't know. Well, I mean, and he, just, but, he but, just hadn't gotten the opportunity. Absolutely. It was hard to judge. And there was a bunch of changes, and but no one saw this coming. This was, this is one of the most, I mean, it's the biggest victory in Clippers history. It's one of the most iconic Clippers performances ever. It's, it overshadows Paul George. And I, that's not a disrespectful, that's no disrespect to Paul George. Terrence Mann grabbed this game. Like, this was... We might never see a game like this for a while. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Seven of ten from three. Um, 
I can't get enough of it. Uh, Patrick Beverly also. Timely threes. Timely threes, man. Cannot, I mean, this game had so many. He played good defense on Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell looked completely different when Pat Bev was on him. Oh, I thought Terrence Mann also did an admirable sure. job. Absolutely. Uh, but there's a marked difference in Pat Bev. Pat Bev went three of four from the floor, only took threes. Hit three of three of his four uh, free throws. I can't believe that this happened. This I tweeted this out from the Locked On Clips account, but this this game doesn't happen to the Clippers. No, this happened. This is the thing that happens against the Clippers. Yeah, all the time. This is the game that happens against the Clippers. Are you kidding me? Of course, this is like we would be the team up twenty one, and a sophomore player would score thirty nine points. Yeah. Uh, and absolutely decimate us. So it, it just feels to be good. Like it just feels so good to be on the other end. I I mean, I I don't know. I like I don't know what else to say about it. Like this was such an incredible performance. How do we keep all these people? Is the thing like I'm, oh, I'm, I'm already worried about, worried about for next oh, yeah. year. Like Reggie Jackson to me is a must keep. Nick Batum is a must keep. What's is there anything other than maybe the Hope Diamond? Is there anything more valuable than Reggie Jackson and Nick Batum's minimum contracts? Absolutely not. Is it the Hope Diamond and then like those two things? dollar per output? Yeah. I, DPO, a very normal stat for financial look, analysis. I'm a big, I'm a big price per ounce guy. When I'm at the grocery <laughs> store, I and this is true. This is true. Everyone makes fun of me for it, but like I'm looking at the price per ounce of different brands for different things. Like Guy gets buying, unbelievable deals on potatoes. You'd if be, if be, I'm buying ketchup, if I'm buying produce, I, I'm always looking at the price per ounce. Uh, and the price per ounce on both of these guys is just through the roof. Sure. Uh, Smart shoppers. But can't we can't and that, that's, that's, that's so Smart shoppers get to the Western Conference Finals is what I'm saying. So can we... All right, we're going to be hyped. Everyone be excited for the next like eh, 12 hours because then... We got to talk a little bit about Clippers Suns game one. Well, should we talk about the things that we didn't like? Yeah. Okay. This, there was one. Game. There's honestly, there's one big thing I didn't like, and I think part of it. There's only one thing because I'm just so hyped on what Terrence Mann did, is that there was a Reggie Rondo Luke lineup. Yes, I was wanted, this very was, bad. This was the same thing I wanted to talk about because this was in the second quarter. Uh, and this started, it started. This is when things started to go horribly wrong. It started with a 12 <laughs> point swing with those guys on the floor. And then it became like a 20 point thing. Yeah. Um, and I was, Rondo's very, unplayable. I was very worried at that point. Uh, this has not been a Rondo series. I don't know if he's injured. I don't know what the deal is. He is not. He's not good. in the playoff rotation. He is not. He can't been, be. He was not good in this series at all. We talked about in the pregame, the minutes of. So there's like the big three right now for the Clippers is PG, Mook, Batum. Yeah. Um, and we talked about how the most important minutes. Batum were, didn't even play 40 minutes and we still won this game. Unbelievable. We talked about how the minutes were only one of those three guys on the floor were going to be very important. Oh, absolutely. Marcus Morris didn't really do a whole lot tonight. And we thankfully won, which was great. But look, def- like he's still, he's but still, in the minutes bo- where there he's was still a great body out there defensively. And he still picked up. I mean, he still had five boards and two assists. Sure, that's okay. But as someone who's one okay? of the, but as someone who's part of the big three of the Clippers right now, it needs to be a little more. Thankfully, like this is what I'm talking about though, because the big three being Paul George, Terrence Mann, and Marcus Morris. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, but the 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 defensive situation with only one of those three guys on the floor is rough. 
Yeah. And that's something to kind of keep an eye on in this Phoenix series. Yes. Coming up. Definitely. Um, what else do we not like? I There's not a lot I can really care about because we're moving on to a new team and Ty Lue has totally different adjustments, which is great. I wish... So, I guess there's two things. I One thing about the Ty Lue adjustments thing, we just knew the adjustment... We just knew the rotations that were working yeah. coming into this game. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we got out of game five in a hostile environment. For sure. And we kind of... was hostile. And we knew what was working and sort of what wasn't. So I think to kind of stray away from that, I think is maybe a tinker too far. Fair, I mean. Like we didn't have to go down as bad as we went down in that second quarter. We did not. So you were there, what was the fatigue like? Cause maybe that was a rest issue. I mean, Zoo only played five minutes in this game. Which I Zoo think was trash. Zoo was bad in this game. What he might. Dude, Zoo looked so bad on the floor. He got. Are we that, worried about that for Phoenix? He had a block on Gobert, but like right. he looked. Are we worried so bad on about that against Phoenix? Absolutely, because he, he matches like, up. He looks like he's back on baby deer legs. Because can we play small versus the Suns? Uh, if Saric is out there, maybe against Aiton. No, I mean he's yeah, gonna die. Mean. So. Zoo has to be better for this. this Zoo has to be better. Definitely. Um, is there anything else you didn't like before we move on? Maybe strictly to the just the Phoenix thing? I mean, my man Luke Kennard was out there for nine minutes. Only on one field goal attempt. Okay. Are you... Why are you even playing him if you're not running shots for him? What else does he do on the floor? I mean, you're right. But he was also out there when Mitchell was out there. Which is a... this. So this is an indictment on Ty Lue. There was a couple... This was weirdly... This was not the best Ty Lue game. This was one of the worst Ty Lue games I, I of think the that, playoffs. I, I and I don't mean that in like a rude way, but Terrence Mann bailed out Ty Lue a couple times. Look. Most I, of the time. He I, bailed out the whole damn team. I, th- I think this, Western Conference final. Sorry. I think the squad really rose to the occasion because I, I do think, and look, I've loved Ty Lue. I've been a huge fan. Oh, he's a better of, coach of, than of, Doc Rivers. I, I've been a huge fan of what he's been able to get out of this team, especially down their best player. That second quarter to me... I, I felt like was a bit of a misstep and that's like my only negative takeaway was like you knew what the like you kind of had your rotations down and like I think that you're right that you bring up a great point maybe there were rest issues obviously everybody can't play 48 minutes right. so gotta do what you gotta do it's interesting um I it's gonna I don't know let's move on to this real quick Clippers vs Suns game one preview yes we've had a we've had a bit of a fun night so it's not gonna be uh, too detailed of a preview what we need to do well Paul George needs to keep this up Absolutely. Paul George needs to be it. We, there's no information on Kawhi Leonard as of 11.15 p.m. on uh, June 18th. There's some optimism out there from some quote-unquote sources, but I haven't heard anything official, so I'm not going to comment on it. Paul George still needs to be at 30 points, like 38 and 6, or like 38 and 4. Probably mostly that. Paul George that needs to happen. Yeah. Can Terrence, like what does Terrence Mann left, have left in the tank? everything let's hope so he's a young player man um and the biggest thing is what is zoo like zoo needs to step up in this series because going small against Aiden is going to be difficult and we we have one big guy yeah and that's zoo yeah that's it that's the only big guy we have we this have one traditional big this isn't even a call to say that zoo needs more time because he's really good or anything like that because right now he's not playing good we need him to be adequate. Yeah. He does tend to rise to the occasion against more quote-unquote traditional centers. Um, Gobert is about as traditional as it gets, but he does have a different edge than um, John Ray Ayton. So 
I hope when Zoo is in there, he's effective. Also, how will the Clippers guard two guards? Exactly. Because we've now been through two playoff series. This is looking at where, this is looking at Batum and Mook, which is why we might start small. Where right? one where one really good guard is enough to cut apart the Clippers. Uh, how will they deal with Ooh, two? But also, what's up with CP three? Oh yeah, I, I mean I. No, I'm, I don't mean I'm that in a weird that way. About, like, I'm saying that aside. Do we assume that he's playing game one? There's no information on this, so I'm I'm generally just kind of like, do we think that? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, wouldn't they let him get two negative tests and then kind of return? I'm, I'm not sure. I would assume. I would not think that they would keep him out for the first game, but maybe they do. I don't know. Hold on. It's at 1230, so who knows? We have, we still, you know. As of the time of recording this Friday night, we have no other information. So yeah. I'm going to assume that he's going to be playing, but sure. You know what happens when you assume? Make an ass out of you on CP3. Um, fatigue, just something to kind of think about. They're playing at 1230. No, I, I absolutely they're, agree. They're having. It's criminal. It's absolutely. Yes. It's um, criminal. They're having the shortest rest you could literally possibly have between dispatching of the Jazz in the Western Conference semifinals to get to the Western Conference finals. Hot take. I think he plays in the Clippers' favor. They have been great. They hate rest. They kind of play like they do, actually. Um, who's one guy you're looking for to have a big game in game one? Because we got to get we got to get one of these games. We're going to have a much more detailed look at game two for you. Look, I mean... Game one is after the Clippers just made the Western Conference finals, so give us a break. Assuming the role players can continue to step up as they have all playoffs, I'm looking at Marcus Morris, man. Oof, okay. He's kind of the difference maker. That's fair. What about you? What do you who do you got? I think Pat Bev is going to have kind of an odd hand in this one. Huh. All right. I'm mostly looking... Like defensively, or you think he's going to put up some shots too? It's going to be energy-wise. Yeah. Very much like it was against Donovan Mitchell. He was great against kind of Donovan Mitchell and only Donovan Mitchell is when he was good. I don't mean he was good on Conley. Sure. Uh, but that was a very limited amount of time, right? Like the majority of his good stuff. And then he was very clutch in game um, six. But I think Terrence Mann was better on Donovan Mitchell than Pat Bev was. But Well, Terrence Mann's the greatest basketball player on earth <laughs> as of this recording. So um, I'm, Terrence Kawhi Leonard Mann, of I'm, course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to see one of the things that really gives me a lot of confidence is the fact that uh, Ty Lue is our coach. Yeah, I just hope. Look, there, so can, he's been can, down. Wait, 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 wait. He's been down 0-2 twice. He's sat back. He's made adjustments. He's figured things out. Can I be frank, though? I guess. We keep talking about, like, through these series, I feel like I keep bringing up how these are games of margins. Sure. And, like, it becomes more of a game of margins when you're out one of your best players. Right. Your best player. Sure. I don't think that we can afford a feel-out game. And See, we certainly can't. Uh, and we certainly, I, uh, we certainly cannot afford two feel-out games. No. So, I'll agree with you on the two feel-out games thing. 100%. We need, we, the Clippers need one. We're short. We've, we've, you know what I mean? Like we're short, like we need one fundamentally because we're short two starters. Fair enough. So I think we need one and I think it's probably game one. And I think game two, we come back and we just uh, rope a dope them. 
That's as far as I'm going to go for a prediction. You think we beat the Suns at home game two? Uh, yes. I do. I love it. All right, there you go. We used to talk about, hey, we, quick throwback. Yeah. We used to talk about snorting lines of hope. On this we used podcast. to talk about huff and hope, but this podcast used to be kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, back when we recorded at our jobs. And you know what? <laughs> we're going back to that because where the Clippers are at right now, we're just going to keep huff and hope. I hope everyone listening to this has a great Saturday. Go yeah. get a good brunch. Maybe some fresh catch. Maybe some, look, get some fresh catch. Have some nice, you know, have a nice lobster roll or something like that. Have some crab cakes. Um, Rockfish. Rockfish. We're going to come at you with a new episode on Monday. Recapping whatever happens on Sunday, which is insane to even think about. Absolutely. Damn those and bastards. And previewing the next game, which is what, a day yeah. later? Damn those bastards at the NBA scheduling office. Thank you all so much. Hey, you know what? The Clippers did it. Terrence Mann did it. Paul George did it. Ty Lue did it. Nick Batum did it. It's Pat so Bev unbelievable. did it. It's so Marcus Morris and did it. it. And Everyone you all did, did it. it. Y'all you, did it. Like, Staples Center was absolutely wild. I did not expect that. Y'all, I mean, the fans just brought it to a and completely you know what? different level. You know what? They get to bring it. Yeah. For the mother flipping Western Conference Finals. We're coming back to Staples, baby. Back to Staples. We're both going to be in the building um, for games uh, three and four. It's going to be a good time. Whew. Let's go clips. We'll talk to you all Monday. Uh, where can these people tell us to listen? Are we doing that? Is this a fun pod or a formal pod? I don't know it's, where it's we're It's mostly at. a fun pod, but like, if you want to listen to more fun, check us out on iTunes or the podcast app or Spotify or Stitcher or Deezer or Google Podcasts or Amazon Music. Uh, we come at you Monday through Friday, yep. 7 a.m. Pacific. We'd love to have your listen. I hope you enjoyed this, this episode. We're really still just trying to process this whole thing. I'm not going to lie. I'm never going to sleep again. I'm not going to lie. I've laughed. I've cried. <laughs> uh, I've gone through every single emotion that you could possibly have uh, in the last couple of hours. Absolutely. Uh, I have been positive, Chuck Lockler. And I am William, the opinion updike. We appreciate you.